Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 957 of the Juicebox Podcast. On this episode, I speak with Bill, the father of a child with type 1 diabetes, and then partway through the episode, Bill hands the microphone to Anne, his wife. The entire thing happens while Anne is cleaning the refrigerator. While you're listening, please remember that nothing you hear on the Juicebox podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. Start your day with AG1. Drink AG1.com forward slash juicebox. If you're looking for a Dexcom, Omnipod, Gvoke Hypopen, a contour meter, US Med, Touch by Type 1, Athletic Greens, Better Help, or Cozy Earth, go into your podcast player, into the show notes, and there are links there for all of the sponsors. You can also find those links at juiceboxpodcast.com. When you click on one of my links, you're supporting the production of the podcast and keeping it free and plentiful. Don't forget to check out the Diabetes Pro Tip series and all the series that are available in the podcast. They're at juiceboxpodcast.com or in the featured tab of the private Facebook group. This episode of the Juicebox Podcast is sponsored by Cozy Earth. Get yourself the same towels I use, the sweatpants I wear, and the sheets that I sleep on, and so much more at cozyearth.com. When you use the offer code JUICEBOX at checkout, you will save a full 40% off of your entire order. 40% off your entire order at CozyEarth.com. Hello? Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Bill, how are you? Perfect. Good, how are you? Can I be honest with you? (laughs) Sure. I've been sick since Saturday for sure. The week or so prior to that, my son and I would look at each other once in a while and go, do you feel okay? He'd be like, oh, I thought I was going to get sick today, but then I didn't. My my wife came home from Paris with uh, COVID. Ah, uh, okay. She had to go there for work. She came home. She was fine. A uh, day or two or three later, she's like, I don't feel good. She's like, let me, you know, I'm going to get away from everybody and let's get me a COVID test and be, you know, be sure. None of us have ever had COVID before. And so um, sure enough, she has it. And we, my son and I just, without, excuse me, I'm sorry, there's so many noises over here that won't be happening in a minute. Um, my son my son and I, without any concern for her at all, just jam her into a bedroom and we were like, do not, do, do not come out of there. Like, you Stay know, away. Yeah. If you're really lucky, we'll bring food. Um, you know, but if you come out, you know, that's it. We'll burn the house. Like, you know, so, yeah. um, so she's in there for know, five solid days. We're doing fine, you know, it's sucks and all. But um, but nobody's sick. And she tests negative. And she says, Well, hmm. I'm I'm negative. It's you know, the CDC says this is long enough. I'll stay in here another day. And I was like, Okay. So the next day goes by, she goes, Boy, I feel terrific. And I was like, Great, okay. So she kind of reacclimates into the house. Yeah. Thirty six hours later, she goes, I don't feel good. And we are like, What the f- are you serious? Oh, you know, so, she's like, so she's just, we jam her back in the, in the room, but I'm guessing the damage was done because sure. for the next three or four days, like every once in a while, cold be like, I thought I was going to get sick today, but then I didn't. And I said, Oh, I've had that feeling a couple of times. Mm. So Saturday comes and he just, he's dizzy. And I'm like, you already right? goes, I'm not okay. And he goes and lays down. I don't see him again. And, um, mm. And uh, I don't feel good that day. And then the next day, I'm not okay. And he's getting worse. And then Monday and Tuesday, and we test ourselves and we don't have COVID. And yeah. our symptoms super look like this RSV that's going around, like everywhere. Mm-hmm. So we think, oh, that's probably it, you know. And um, nothing, just sick in the evening. It's the weirdest thing, Bill. Like, I get up in the yeah. morning, I don't feel good. In the middle of the day, I'm okay. I get a little, yeah. little tired at night, can't sleep, and then around 11 or 12 o'clock, my body gets super hot, and I stay up all night, and I can't sleep. It's happened three nights in a row. 
Oh, I fall asleep like that's... four or five o'clock in the morning. So anyway, last night around, I don't know what time it was, one or two in the morning, my wife goes, just take another COVID test. Like I stuck it in my nose, stuck it in the thing and the line popped up immediately. Immediately. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's about, that sounds about right. We, we all had it back in January. Um, <clears throat> Oh, I, well, except my wife, believe it or not. she I don't know how she didn't get it, but we all had it. And immediately, the, if there was no waiting around it. We all popped. Um, two seconds. The, yeah, two yeah. seconds at that line. So, And I'm in sales, so anytime – you can hear it to me. I actually have a head cold. I woke up this morning with a head cold because it seems like with three kids, there's somebody has been sick in this house with something for the last two months. It's just somebody's stuffy, somebody's coughing, yeah, something's yeah. going on. Yeah, And I – I got it again. And, but so I have to test all the time for COVID. I was negative. Uh, but yeah, when we had it, it's exactly right. But it sounds like you're, uh, well, you were fortunate enough to go, what, two and a half, almost three years, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, listen, I didn't like being in my house, but I was very healthy. <laughs> I was very healthy during it. <laughs> you know? um, yeah. But now, geez, I, I mean, look, I, I, I recorded an episode you'll people will hear this we we are recording bill by the way i'm sorry well people will hear this just like forever after this happens but i did an episode for gvoke hypo pen me and jenny did kind of like an instructional episode about how to use the pen and reasons why you'd want to tell people about your diabetes and how to help you with glucagon and you know kind of stuff that probably falls through the cracks for people like that but Mm -hmm. it was a but it was a, a business arrangement and so, you know, there are four people on this recording from companies and, the, and everything. I just get up, I'm like, I get on the thing and I say to people, like, I'm so sorry. I have a blanket here. You might see me wrap the blanket around myself during this. You will not. I swear you won't hear it on the recording. I did a really good job. But the yeah. exact opposite happened. We started talking and I just broke out. I looked like I was kicking heroin. Like I was just sweating like a waterfall and, and people I know are looking at me going like, Oh, this ain't going to work out. (laughs) But, (laughs) but I did it, Bill. I was pretty good. I was pretty impressed with myself when it was. Yeah. 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 You pulled through it. I I was, I I had it the worst. uh, That's how I was my first night. I mean, I was just, like you said, shivering wrapped up and I'm a, I'm a big guy. I'm a former college football player. So, you know, I, I, I feel like I can take pain. Even my wife will tell me that I'm the typical, you know, stereotypical, uh, dad who is tough 99% of the time, but the minute you're sick, uh, you know, you're kind of a wuss, but it, it kicked my butt. I was sweating and shivering and chills and couldn't yeah. get warm. It was, it was something else for a few days. Yeah. Well, it, it's interesting how owning like your own business, like if this podcast was, I, if it was somebody else's, I'd, I would have called them three days ago and be like, I'm sick. <laughs> yeah, that's good, right. Yeah. Good, good luck. I, I don't know how you're going to do it. I'm not coming. But when it's me, uh-huh. like I got up this morning and I was like, I'm like, all right, you, you asked like get moving like you know like i'm like get i'm like get in the shower wake yourself up like go 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 you break out in the sweat you'll deal with it later like i i the, you know it's funny um you know what bill i'm sorry after this we'll introduce yeah. you and get going uh but my my dad like my dad bailed on us when i was pretty young like i was like 13 and i don't i never thought i took a ton of like i don't know examples from him other than you know don't treat people like this but yeah. there's this one thing when I was a little kid, I remember he, if he was sick, he went to work mm-hmm. and yeah. just like, he just did it. And I, and I remember being in this kitchen of our house one time and I, I was like watching him get, I must've, I must've been like this my whole life. Like this, I have a real concern for other people and like, I'm watching him get ready to leave for work. And I said, dad, I think you should stay home. You're really sick. And he goes, no, no, no. I want to save my sick days for something good. And I was, and I was like, what now? And he goes, I'm going to be sick today no matter what, Scott. Might as well go do it somewhere where they're paying me. And I, I was like, all right, old man, go get it. You know, and like, and now I think back, he was probably like, he's probably like 38, 40 years old, you know, and he was just yeah. like, he's like, listen, I only get a few of these days. I'm not wasting them on laying around the house. I was like, <laughs> Okay. It's very true. Yeah, it's just very funny. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm sorry we had this whole conversation before we started. Uh, I just want to tell you, no. you're wearing um, wired headphones. So you're, is that right? Correct. Yeah, I'm actually attached to my iPhone with the wired headphones. That, yep. That's cool. Can you just do me a favor? Like when you're moving the yeah. the cable, the the wire side with the mic is rubbing something. So if you keep that, is it? Yeah, okay. if you keep that from happening, that'd be terrific. 
Um, Perfect. Why don't you just introduce yourself and we'll, and we'll keep talking. Okay. Hi, my name is uh, Bill Stocker from um, Easton, Pennsylvania. Uh, I have a daughter, Sylvia, who is a uh, type one diabetic. I have two other children as well, Sophia Weston and uh, married to my wife, Andrea. All right. So you have Sophia type one. Is that right? No, so Sylvia is Sylvia, type one. Excuse Sylvia. Me. This might go like this a little bit today. That's <laughs> <laughs> quite all right. That's and their name, their name, their names are so close. It's Sylvia and Sophia. So they're you know it's it's very very easy to get them confused. Okay. But no, Sylvia is uh, type one, and she'll be thirteen next week actually. Oh, well, happy birthday, Sophia! Younger, yeah. or older. Sophia's younger. She's um, fifteen months younger. Oh, okay. So she's eleven right now. All right, and your your wife. Okay. Yeah, and then Weston, my son Weston, who's eight years old. And you have a boy, too. Okay. All right. So three kids, a wife, one type 1 diabetes. <sighs> okay. How long ago was she diagnosed? She was diagnosed. Actually, we're coming up um, on her uh, diversary in three days. So October 30th of 2015. Wow. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20. Oh, okay. Wow. A good long time. Right before Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. It's the poor kid was in the hospital over, you know, you're hospitalized for uh, three days while they get everything situated and they had trick or treat on the, uh, on the pediatric floor. And this poor kid is being diagnosed with diabetes while everyone's uh, trick or treating. And, you know, God bless their hearts. The Lehigh Valley hospital didn't know much, you know, they didn't, didn't realize what was going on, but they had a fun event planned for the kids and my kid was newly diagnosed with diabetes. Well, lots of low snacks. That's all. Like, just <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It just that what they should have taught her was like, no, not the chocolate. I'll take anything with sugar, please. Just <laughs> give a Skittle in there or something. Exactly. <laughs> uh, wow. That's, and that's a, that's a long time ago already. Does, yeah. Does it feel like it's been a long time? It doesn't. I mean, it just becomes, you know, your, your instincts kind of kick in. It just becomes a part of life. It's, you know, it's always been a part of her uh, at, at first, you know, it was like, we kind of had four kids. Uh, you, we had the three kids and then diabetes, you know, where we had to make sure we, yeah, you got to make sure everyone's packed and shoes are tied. Everyone's going to the bathroom, but then you add, yeah, is your bag packed? Do you have lows? Do you have at the time glucagon? Do you have this? Um, but now it's, everything's just second nature and we're blessed with Sylvia. She kind of took over with her, you know, helping to run it at an early age by, you know, six or seven, she was doing things on her own that was just, we were just blessed to have. And she had such a positive attitude about it. Wow. So it's, it's really, it, it has not, you know, it, it, we look back and say, wow, I can't believe it's been seven years. Cause it just, it hasn't, it's kind of flown by just like any other, you know, mm -hmm. any other day or year would the way time does. Um, yeah. so you're not the primary caregiver of the kids or you are. Uh, I'm not. No, I, I work and my wife stays home and she's a primary caregiver for the right. kids. So this is for me, then your perspective's much different than what I get normally. So I really want to hear if you don't mind, I'm going to ask you first to tell me, you know what I mean? Cause your perspective, I usually hear bill. I usually hear, I called my husband at work and I told him we got to get the kids to the hospital. Like that's how the story goes 80% of yeah. the time. So how about for you? Like what was the lead up like? And how did you realize that Sylvia had type one, the whole thing? So it's, you know, it, it's kind of, we've, even before and after, you know, I, while I work, I've always been fortunate enough to, uh, at an early age when the kids came to be home a lot with, with work, I've always coached the kids. And, um, so we've, we've been a real close team. You know, I've had, uh, like growing up, my dad worked 12, 16 hours a day. So while he coached us, it my mom really kind of helped take care of us. Um, but we've been involved, you know, I'm, been involved with it a lot, but Andrea, my wife does you know, so much of it, but she leading up to it, um, we had just moved. So Sylvia, we had moved school districts. We didn't move far, only a couple of miles, but we had changed school districts. Sylvia was changing schools. Um, and we just start, started to see and notice some behavioral changes. Um, excuse me, I'm going to walk around the house here to get a drink of water. You're fine. Um, um, so we started noticing some things. Sylvia was always the nicest uh, kid. She was always very patient you know, everybody always said, and this is my kind of how I recognized it. And, and some of the things my wife noticed differently. Um, she had always been a great colorer, right? So everyone says that about their kids. Oh, she's such an artist, but she would always co color in the lines and be very patient. We noticed that started to change sometimes, you know, she would uh, kind of just get frustrated easily or get frustrated with her sister, I you think. know, think things start like if she was coloring, she would walk away from it. 
because it, and it wasn't as neat as it was. She was, uh, my wife started noticing at night using the bathroom a lot more. Um, she, one night we had caught her in the bathroom drinking out of the faucet, just shoveling you know, water into her mouth because she was so thirsty. Mm-hmm. The, typ- the typical signs. And my wife had kind of picked up on it uh, earlier than me. You know, those are some of the things I noticed. And of course, a dad coming home just saying, oh, she's fine. She's just, you know, she's changing mentally. She's just having an issue changing schools. She's having a hard time, you know, changing. She's moved from her old house, her first house she's ever known to a new, bigger home. Uh, but my wife really started looking into it and had an idea um, when it happened. She, let's just say it was a shock, but Andrea wasn't, wasn't fully surprised. Yeah. It's interesting too to see how I always hear again, I always hear that story from the other side. Like, you know, I was seeing it happen, but my but the person from outside of the house who's coming, you know, who's not there during the day to see all the little quirky things happen. Um, yeah. th- that person either does what you did or they come in and they have like the flip perspective where they're like, I don't know, we should check because I don't know what you're talking about. It's it's it's, it's but the coloring thing. Yeah, yeah, it's something. I, it's something I've noticed that that I and I, I can see it in my. There's there's a specific time where she was sitting at. We have a, a nice bench table in the dining room. She was sitting there, and she just got up and walked away from it. And she kind of snapped at her sister a little bit. And I just looked at the drawing, and it just the coloring wasn't what it used to be. Yeah. And she because she she was having a having a hard time. You know, obviously focusing. She was having headaches from her blood sugars being so high, and she just was having a hard time focusing and and looking at these drawings and. It just changed. It went from inside the lines, beautiful. We have actually some of her art when she was a kid hanging up in our in our house to just coloring outside the lines and just filling it in. All right, this is going to be green, so I'm just going to scribble it in green. And she would just get up and walk away from it. She didn't have the concentration. She did not. She yeah. could not sit down and focus on it. She couldn't. So then how does that translate to medical care? How do you decide we should take her to a doctor? CozyEarth.com will give you 40% off of your entire order when you use the offer code JUICEBOX at checkout. I'm looking at the website right now. Right on the front page, you can't go wrong. Viscose Bamboo Sheet Set. There's a sale right now. Hopefully the sale will still be there when you get there. Go get the sale. Add my 40% to it. Long sleeve bamboo pajama set for women. Mm, 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 comfortable. The bamboo pullover crew, I got my eyes on that one personally. Doesn't have a hood on it like the one I have now. I'm thinking I might be onto that next. When I go to bed tonight, I'm going to be jumping into some cozy earth sheets. And when I get up in the morning, I'll be drying myself off after my shower with my cozy earth towels. I am not making any of this up. Use all this stuff. It's terrific. I just spent my own money, gosh, last week to get a new set of joggers because I'm losing some weight. And uh, what else did I get? A new pullover, new joggers, and I bought more pillowcases. I used my own code, Juicebox, at checkout, and I saved 40%. You will too. CozyEarth.com. Get there now while the summer sale's going on. If you don't get there with the summer sale still happening... All right, fair enough. You'll still save the 40%, but don't miss out on that sale. When you get to the site, check out the bedding, the bath, men's and women's clothing, the accessories, all the new arrivals, and of course, everything that's been on Oprah's favorite things list. You can even bundle and save. Go to CozyEarth.com right now, and just don't forget to use that offer code JUICEBOX at checkout. That's where you're going to make the big savings. There are links to Cozy Earth and all the sponsors in the podcast player you're listening in right now, right in the show notes of those players, and at juiceboxpodcast.com. Let's get back to Bill, then we'll jump over to Ann, find out where this title came from. Uh, Was that more the drinking that got you there? Yeah, so we... So we it's funny again this is all around halloween so she was scheduled to go to a halloween parade at her school that day um and we were it was any typical friday my wife was going to take the kids into school go to the parade i was uh i was home a little bit early so i was waiting to for my dad to get off work my dad and i my dad's younger yeah he had me when he was 20 so we were very close Hmm. so he him and i were gonna go out and you know watch some sports and she was gonna take the kid to the physical 
So she she decided to have a doctor's appointment for Sylvia. Hey, I'm just going to take her to the doctor's, get her a physical, kind of see what's going on. Uh, so okay, so you know, get the, she she had her her costume, Halloween costume in the car, ready to go. We're going to go from the doctor's back to the hall, back to school, and figure it out. And then it just kind of all fell apart from there. Yeah. Um, the Andrea kind of knew, you know, that's why she took her in for the physical. And the doctor, the doctor kind of knew right away as well that something something's not right. It's, it's probably it could be. Uh, at the time of you know, juvenile diabetes. Yeah, and he told he told Andrea that right in the doctor's office. Uh, yeah, if you don't mind, Andrea's Andrea's here. She's just a little shy on on talking on. So Andrea, the doctor told you right in the office, correct? Yeah, yeah. We knew over the phone. Yeah, we they kind of knew they knew over the phone. Even over the phone, they know. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So so the symptoms that that Ann was uh, giving to the doctor, they kind of knew. I got you. Okay. So they, they wanted her to come in, do the finger stick and just kind of confirm what their, what their thoughts were. And then I got the call from, from Ann that they were heading out to the head Valley hospital. What was the Halloween costume? It was a, we have an awesome picture of it. It was a Batgirl costume. It was a pink Batgirl costume. Nice. And we, we have a picture, I think the day before, or even the day of the day before she had it on in front of our, in front of our garage and she, you know, she's standing in this powerful, you know, superwoman type stance with her arm pointed up in the air and like mm-hmm. showing off. And we, we've used that on certain things we've done for diabetes, you know, if she's ever done a poster for diabetes or pictures for, that's kind of been our, uh, our poster of, you know, it's a super, you know, here she is dressed as a superwoman, and the day after or the next day, she's, you know, yeah, giving, uh, giving her, she's given her kryptonite right the next day. Wow. That's, that's something else. Oh, wow. Okay. So how long did they keep her at the hospital? Uh, three, she was in the hospital days? three, uh, four days. Four. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was, and it was over a weekend. So the staff was light, right? There weren't specialists there over the weekend. It was, it was, it, it was rough. I mean, we, we had great support from, uh, friends and family that we just didn't, you know, didn't expect. Uh, we had cousins show up to bring their kids to visit Sylvia. We had a lot of support. So it made it, it made it easier, especially on my wife, you know, and, and she's, it's like I said, I, I, I was distracted with, with work and, and the other kids. And, um, she was at the hospital the whole time with Sylvia. Yeah. Um, but we, we were, we had a great, great group of support. We did. How, how does that work backwards? While while she's at the hospital learning, is she calling you and filling you in? Is she taking notes and saying, I'll come home and explain all this? Or did, did she feel like it was going to be her thing primarily? Like, no, we did it together. So I, I yeah. would be, so we, we had, um, again, we're fortunate that we have a lot of family that live in the area. So, you know, we'd have my mother-in-law, uh, helped us out a lot. She was here with the kids during the day. Uh, and my mom would help, um, as well. So we had a lot of help where I would then go out to the, go out to the hospital and I'd spend four or five hours there with, with Andrea when they did, when they had, uh, meetings that they were going to explain things like that, I would make sure I'd get there as right. well. Uh, and I, I had a job at the time that was really supportive of it. You know, take whatever time you need, learn everything. So we were kind of there side by side, learning everything as it went along. Now as emergent, you know, I would come home at night about nine o'clock at night to the other kids, get them ready for bed. And, mm-hmm. and then, um, you know, you were kind of yeah doing the functional stuff at the house. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And she, she would get, she would get through the, through the nights with Sylvia. And then I'd, I'd come back out a little, once the kids got situated and, and, um, we would uh, I head back out to the hospital with Andrea. Was there any indication, uh, as far as family line goes, that you were looking for type one diabetes? Uh, well, my brother's my brother is type one. Oh, um, so my, my my younger brother's type one diabetic. Um, but other than that, I mean, we weren't really looking for it. I mean, we've had there, there's some type two through, sprinkled throughout the family, but there's nobody that we directly know on a, you know. That, that we've dealt with. I mean, we never really recognized it. Even with my, my brother, he always lived, um, he didn't live in the area. So we weren't really, um, oh, you know, how, too how, fami- how old was he when he was diagnosed? Uh, he was 17 or 18. He was a freshman in college. So okay. he was diagnosed at a, a later in life. And you're how much older than he? I'm four years. So I'm four years older. You were so I, an adult and he was just getting yeah. into college. Okay. <laughs> Correct. Yep. I had just graduated college and he was just starting. We, we were exactly, exactly a high school career apart, basically. So when, when he was diagnosed, like, I mean, is that a thing like your parents call you and you're like, Hey, your brother has diabetes or how, how did you intersect with that? Uh, I kind of was, it was just, Hey, they, you know, and, and again, my, my parents were hard, 
hard workers, right? They didn't, they, they were factory guys or, you know, worked in a, a hospital as a, as a secretary. Mm-hmm. So they weren't really on top of it as well. Cause they, they hadn't had any experience with it. And I was kind of doing my own thing. I was living at home, but just graduated from college trying to figure out what was going on. Um, and it was, it was kind of like, Hey, your brother has diabetes, visited him in the hospital. He got out and they kind of helped him do it. And I just didn't really have much much contact with it, I guess okay. it was just kind of because he was a little bit older, so it wasn't like he needed help as far as taking care of yeah. himself. You know, he he was he was old enough to learn it on his own. No, no, I, I I I I understand completely. I was just yeah. interested about like you. It was a specific time in your life. Like if that would have happened to him, I don't know, six or seven years prior, you would have had a lot of experience with type one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, just because yeah. of the way it landed, you just didn't really. Okay. Yeah, exactly okay. right. Exactly. Yep, I was exactly. So, so it, you would have thought, you know, it was, so when my daughter was diagnosed, it wasn't like I was, I had this bank of information I could fall back on. It was, it was just as, just as fresh as new if I had never met anybody with it. Now, when, when she is diagnosed, do you call your brother and go, Hey, uh, you know, Sylvia's got that type one as well. I need, like, I don't know what your relationship's like, but I'm just wondering, did you have that yeah. avenue? Yeah. Yeah. And I think he was living in Florida at the time. So, you know, we called and explained and, you know, there was, there was things that uh, we definitely kind of leaned on him for mm-hmm. uh, as far as checking on things, uh, any, any technology we should look out for. Um, but again, it's hard with that distance in between. Um, sure. But yeah, it, it was in, and again, not, not being a child. So he, he couldn't directly relate um, what it was like for to be a five-year-old diagnosed with it or to be a parent with it, yeah. you know? So, so then what was, um, what was that like for her? Did they, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a while ago now, like it was right at the beginning of CGM. So I don't imagine you had one of those. Um, what, what did they we, give her when she left? So we, we were fortunate. Uh, we, we had, we had CGM and quite quickly. I mean, it was four months. Really? Well, that's great. So yeah, we, we had the, De- the Dexcom rep in our area did a great job. And we, and again, the Lehigh Valley network, they did, you know, with the social work, they were on top of everything. They answered every question. Mm-hmm. I wish I could remember names to kind of give them give them a shout out, but they uh, they did a great job, really. And and again, so did my wife. I mean, she we she really researched, and you know, we were really advocates for her as getting it. You know, getting everything we could for her as quickly as possible to make it as easy right. as it as it would be. Well, that's really cool. So she had a CGM pretty quickly. MDI, I yes. guess, for how long? Uh. MDI meaning, I'm sorry. Uh, multiple daily injections. She was injecting and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. At first, how long did she? Yeah. and does she still do uh, that? Maybe. I think we should have pumped two months. So it was it, it was matter of months as well with, with the pump. So it, we probably had we probably had full we had her full bionic suit, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, we had the pump and the, the CGM and the pump within three to four months of each other. It what? was it was quite quickly. What year? Um, was the, what year was that again? This was so you're. It was. It'll be seven years. So 2015. Yeah, the end of 2015. Oh, yep. That's great. That is really great. Yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, we we were very fortunate for that. I mean, those first you know three months of um, the sleepless nights. You know, constantly checking her, doing you know, the night shift. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I'll I'll check her this hour. You check her the next hour. Um, you know, I think our sleep patterns have, uh, for mine in particular, have never really changed. You know, we still don't. You still don't get more than two hours at a at a clip. You know, because you still getting up, checking your Dexcom and, and things like that, making sure everything's okay throughout the night. Is that a worry for you or is that a real like need? Is, uh, she, is she getting low or high? No, no, it's, it's especially now she's been good. Um, she plays three sports, you know, sometimes two sports in a single season. So there are nights where it's, it's an, it's an act, it's an, it's a need yeah. uh, where she'll, you know, if she's swimming throughout the day and then has basketball tournament or softball tournament, uh, her nights, there, there could be some long nights where it's, you know, four or five, six juice boxes in a night. Hmm. Um, but it's, it's more, I think it's more of a, ha- it's more of a, more of a conscious thing for me, more of a habit because when she was, I would travel a little bit too when um, she was first diagnosed some overnights here and there. And, you know, that was, I would always just stay up, keep making sure I was checking it because Andrea was home with them, but I would also make sure even though I was distant, I was still checking it, calling, texting, making sure everything was, you know, so it was more habit. She, she's, she's, she's been pretty good for a while as far as lows throughout the night. Wow. No, that's great. Um, yeah. I mean, all that activity during the day is tough, you know, it's, yeah, yeah I, I've, I've definitely, I, I, I'm picturing ourselves in a, in a hotel room after a, a softball tournament where where Arden 
just, you know, we didn't have that much stuff with us at the end of the day. And we're, we're down to like a banana and two more juice boxes. And I'm like, I hope this gets us through this night, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, I know. That's what well, we've, we've had a couple of nights like that where we've gotten through it and we're just like, Hey, we, it's on the shopping list. You can, you can see it. It's, you know, ju- uh, pick up juice boxes and fruit snacks tomorrow or, or whatever. And then that night prior, you're down to one juice box and you're looking through the back of the refrigerator. Is there orange juice? Is there anything left over? We could get her, you know? So what is, um, I'm so, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to think about how, sure. how the kind of daddy daughter thing works with the diabetes. Does it, cause you have another daughter. Like, do you notice, mm-hmm. do you notice your, focus being different do you treat them differently even and i don't mean poorly but like sure yeah is there can you talk about that a little bit um i i i i do in a sense where i I could see it i i don't know if it would you would say i'm harder on sylvia just because of the diabetes or she's she's just a she's a a great kid and a great athlete and she you know she she wants to do everything well she you know now I'm going to take a step back for a second. I remember when she was in Girl Scouts after a year, she had she did a presentation on diabetes, the pancreas, how it doesn't work, and they all got a um, a patch for the for diabetes because of her. She stood up and because of her presentation, she stood up in front of her uh, elementary school after a year being diagnosed and gave a presentation on stage to the teachers and the students about diabetes uh-huh. and what she had. So, so I think from early start, she was, she was that way. And I I never wanted her to feel she couldn't do anything. So I I think I maybe pushed her. uh, I still do probably push her a little bit more. I'm probably a little bit tougher on her to, to not give up on anything, even if it's not diabetes related. Um, So I, I, but I, but I, I don't, I don't think it's, it's just, but that could just be because she's my oldest as well. So, you know, no, there's no way to know. I, like I had a, a moment with Arden last night. She's away at college and she's doing a really great job, but there's moments where she's, if she's going to drop a ball, it seems like during the day she's decided it's going to be her blood sugar. And uh, yeah. so I've been helping her like, you know, like, Hey, here, but there are times where I'm like, Arden, you, you know, do something right now. And we'll, you could avoid this problem. And she's, she hasn't always done it. And she's gotten into a higher blood sugar for a couple of hours and, I sent her a note, you know, I'm usually like, Hey, do this. And I'm trying to be supportive and I'm trying not to ruin her, her, her college experience. And at the same time, I'm not going to let her get into a situation where she's just like, Oh, my blood sugar is 200. It's okay. And so, um, I sent her a text last night and I said, heart, you know, I I said, Hey, Hey. And she goes, I know I'm taking care of it. And I responded back and I said, I'm calling in five minutes, answer the phone. So (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, gave her five minutes because I don't know what she's doing. I want to give her a moment. And she responds back like a minute later and she goes, I don't need you to call me. And I said, four minutes, answer the phone. (laughs) So um, I got on the phone and she was irritated. Like she's working on her homework and I get it. And I said, Arden, this is going to be a quick conversation. I'm not mad at you. I was like, you're doing a great job. We just have to do these things sooner. You know, we're causing our own problems. You know, you and I are going to, the food is difficult at school. Sure. We're, we're going to do meals together for a few days. That's it. it. We just are. I don't need you to do that. I said, you do. It's, it's the food's hard to cover. You don't know what you're doing. There's some simple things we could do here to, to fix this. So yeah. that, that's what we're going to do tomorrow. And that's, you know, there's no reason to yell at her or anything like that, but I was really direct. And I said, look, this is what we're doing. I didn't do what my dad would have done, which probably would have been like, look, do what I tell you, or you're going to find out what a student loan is. You know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> sure. Yeah. But, sure. Exactly. But I just, but I, but I was, you know, I was, I was more firm with her than I think we normally are. And she responded, yeah. she responded fine to it. And then we talked for a minute. I said, by the way, I think I have COVID. I'm going to go now and uh, <laughs> I'm going to go pass out. Uh, but, but yeah, there's, yeah, it's tough, right? Because you don't want, you don't want to overwhelm them and burden them with it. And you don't want them to not take it seriously, right? Is that how you feel? Exactly right. And that's and I think that's that's one of my, my that's one of Andrea, my wife's um, points with her is look, this is not you do need to take it serious. You do you know, if I'm texting you to treat or if I'm texting you to adjust or do something, respond back to me, take it serious. Whatever you're doing at that moment is not as important as what we're talking about right now. So get it, you know, get it done, get it situated and and then we'll figure it out. So I, I absolutely it's, and you don't 
you don't want to, like you said, you don't want to burden them where it's, uh, you know, she's in the middle of doing something with her friends and she's having fun, but you see she's dropping or you see she's, you know, starting to skyrocket. You don't want to pull her out of that fun situation, but you also have to, she also has to learn this is the way it's going to be, you know, so figure out that happy medium. But, you know, we do get a little stern with her at times and, and have to dial her back in to refocus on it. I think I give a lot of weight also to the conversations I've had on the podcast with young people whose parents pushed too hard and then the kids just went like flipped around with the, the totally opposite way. And like, I'm just not taking care of this at all. And, yeah, you know, yeah. like I'm not, I, I, I'm trying to be cognizant of that, of that line. I don't know how I'm That's doing it. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. I, th- I think we think that too, like, with, with everything, we don't ever want her to get to the point where, you know, and I, I think in seven years, she's maybe said it a handful of times that, you know, I hate diabetes or I hate this. She's never gotten, she hasn't gotten to that point often. And I think we, it's because of, you know, how, how, how great of a job my wife is with her and teaching her. And, and part of it, Sylvia is, you know, her, just her mentality. She's just, again, we're just blessed to have such a good kid. Mm-hmm. Um, we always, we joked around about, about, you know, what if our, one of our other kids got it? Well, our, our middle daughter, she's a, she's a pit bull, man. She's, she's, she's tiny. She'll tell you to go to hell in a heartbeat. So we always, we always joke like, man, you know, if we were going to have a kid that this happened to Sylvia was just calmer and, and just more dialed in on, on, on focusing on things. So it's, you know, she's made it a little bit easier on us. Yeah. Hey, so this recording is interesting. Like your, your wife made this appointment, right? She did, yeah. She, well, she did, and then she she kind of said, "Hey, would you mind talking talking to 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 Scott?" Because, and then so um, I said, "Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, you know, whatever. You know, I'm again being a sales guy, so I'm, it's easier for me to talk than it, <laughs> so, so than she, it is for a stay at home mom." <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, this is super interesting. So she she wanted to be on the podcast, but she she chickened out about talking on it. Is that what happened? I think she, yeah, she basically kind of chickened out on it. But yeah. she's there right now. <laughs> She, she's, she's, I'm watching her now. She's listening to me, making sure I, you know, I get uh, things right as, as she, as she, to be honest with you, as she cleans the refrigerator right now. <laughs> do you, do you think like in the last 10 minutes of this, do you think she would jump on with me and talk to me? Is she getting more would comfortable you, or does she really not want to do it? Um, I guess, would you be able to talk for a couple minutes in? Sure. She said, sure. See, that's cool. All right. Well, she, absolutely. She, yeah, she, I think she, I think she's warming up to see once, once, yeah. yeah so well, once, once she's done, once she's done cleaning the spilled uh, pickle juice out of the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once she's done that, put her, put her on. That I'm interested to to see what happened here. But, um, so day to day, you're pretty involved with all this, and are things going the way that you hoped? Like, are you having outcomes with A1Cs and variability that you're looking for? If not, like, where where's the struggle? Um, I, I think we we are. I mean, we're we're still we're still struggling to find her because one, you know, find that sweet spot. I guess you know, using sports terms, it's once we once we feel like we we've got her in a good level, she's she's staying she's staying where there's there's no peak, there's not many peaks and valleys, mm-hmm. and something changes. She gets sick, right? And then we're we're making we're making changes to her um, insulin delivery, or we're changing something out, and then it's or she hits a growth spurt, or she you know turns thirteen, and those those womanly things come up and, you know, it seems like, you know, yeah. And as a parent, we're, we, you know, we want, we want our lives or our children. So we don't ever feel like we're doing good enough for her. But I, I, you know, when we go to the doctor, we get that pep talk. She's doing, she's doing very well. She's, you know, she's, you know, there, we see so many horror stories that, you know, be confident, be, you know, that you guys are, are doing the best you can for her. So, yeah. you know, we just never feel like we're doing enough. Of course. That hormone stuff is real. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Think, we, yeah, she, we started it last year and it's or earlier this year and it's been, it's been wild. Let's say. Yeah. No, yesterday morning, I, Arden's blood sugar looked difficult and then we got a little more aggressive with it. And then the rest of the day, it was on the lower side and yeah. you're just like, how did that, how did that switch flip so quickly? You know? Um, yep. and, uh, and then, then you come into that last meal of the day and you're, you're you're a little frozen. You're like, well, in the morning we needed to be more aggressive, and throughout the day and the eve in the early evening, we need to be less aggressive. Now here comes food. Which one are we going to pick? 
You know what I mean? Like, are we going to be aggressive here? And, and is she going to get low? Or are we going to err on the side of caution here? And she's going to get high. And yeah, you know, if she was here, I know I would have been like, be more aggressive. But because she sure. wasn't, and she was using her experience from the day, like a day where at the end of her day, like she had a low blood sugar approach her that she ate a lot of carbs to cover. And it didn't really, it didn't make her high afterwards. So you're like, wow. So, you know, I was, she was trending low all day, but holding on, added, yeah. all, added all these carbs, didn't make her high, goes to eat food an hour later and probably thinks, well, I'm low right now. And then, of course, complete opposite. It shoots up. Yeah. yeah. We've, we've had plenty of days like that, especially, especially with sports where you're, 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 how do we give this meal? You're coming home. It's 830 at night. She's going to be going to bed in an hour. You know, we don't want to, we don't want to have to wake her up three times and give her, give her juice. So we don't want to be overly aggressive. And then we make the decision to, all right, let's, let's give 10 untreated. And now all of a sudden she's skyrocketing mm-hmm. and we're, you know, it's like, ah, maybe right. you just think, damn it, made the wrong, made the wrong choice there. The wrong you know? I did the wrong thing. I thought that last <laughs> night. I was like, oh, I did the wrong thing. Because she's like, what do you think? And I was like, well, what do you think? And you know, she's like, well, I've been low all afternoon. And I'm like, all right. So, and not like, not like dangerously low, just on the low end where you're just like sure. popping a gummy bear once in a while, watching your blood sugar be 75 or 80, and then it drifts again. And, you know, like, it's just, it's, I don't know. It sucks. Yep. But anyway. And that's, and, and that's how, that's how. Uh, Ann and I are a lot. I mean, it's, we, we do kind of handle it. She'll be at a birthday party and um, she'll, you know, we always eye the food up first. What's the cake look like? What's the, what's the pizza situation? What, how is it thick crust? What is it? So she's doing all that texting me while Sylvia is playing. Hey, this is thick crust. They got regular Neapolitan pizza with chocolate cake. What do you think as far as, you know, so we're texting back and forth. I got the other kids, maybe, you know, we're home playing basketball or something like that. But Ann and I are texting back and forth, you know, game planning for when these kids get done and they're ready to sit down and eat their lunch. So yeah. it's always like that. Even at, at nighttime, hey, what do you think? Do we just knock 10 off or just give her 10 untreated? Or do we, and, you know, so we're certainly involved together a lot, you know, to where it, there's times where she'll text me and ask me and I just, I, you know, I either can't get back to her and then I finally do. And my answer is the opposite of what she did. And it's kind of like, well, well, I guess we wait and see now. That's always fun. What do you think? 10, I think 20. Great. What do we, okay. <laughs> exactly right. Um, yep. uh, but during the day at school, uh, so is Sylvia pretty like self-sufficient? Do you help her with meals? Does she go to a nurse? How does that all work? So we, she packs lunch every day. So, or, or, or well, she's starting. Okay. She's starting. So we used to pack lunch every day, uh, but now she's starting to buy. So she's pretty self-sufficient where we can see the meals up front and she's going to know, but she actually doesn't visit the nurse at all. She yeah. does, she does everything on her, on her own. So she's, she's um, planning what she wants to eat. And we've noticed during the day, she, she will get some spikes because she won't make her mind up prior to lunch. Mm-hmm. She'll sometimes get there and switch it up. So that's, that's that part of being, you know, a, a, a teenage kid that, we don't want her life to be completely planned out. So we'll let her kind of make a decision, but there's certain things where, you know, she, yeah. she's self-sufficient, but if we notice it getting out of control, we have to tell her, Hey, look, you gotta, you gotta learn to, we gotta figure out how you're going to pre-bolus here. Give yourself at least a little bit, a little bit before you get into lunch. If you're not sure exactly what you want to eat and yeah. start, you know, start, start treating sooner and then we can figure the rest out later. Uh, that's a good balance. It, it, that, um, it gives, it gives weight to both ideas that everything can't be so, structured that you're just like i gotta get away from this and yet it's structured in the places to keep her safe and things to that nature so that's really yeah that's and that's where we i mean as she gets older and you know down she's in high school if if we see she's able to uh deal with the structure better i'd love to structure you know have more structure for hey this Mm -hmm. is this is your this is your meal plan for the week this is what's for lunch this is what we're going to do um but at this point I'm not so sure just, you know, being that where she just wants to be with her friends, being a, a, a almost 13 year old girl, we don't want to give that full structure there because when she comes home, she's going to get it. So, yeah. you know, we kind of give well, her a little bit of a well, good, leeway there. Good luck with that, Bill, because last, yeah. <laughs> last, last night on the phone, I could feel Arden's irritation with talking to me. Like I could feel it in the silence. And I, <laughs> and I said, Hey, Hey. And she goes, well, she didn't even say anything. She just, I don't even remember what she did. I just knew it was there. And I was like, Hey, Hey, listen, I'm really sick. We're just going to do this and get it done and move on. And nobody needs to be upset. 
because I don't have it in me to be upset right now. I was like, let's just have this conversation and get past it. So she's like, oh. uh, she goes, okay. And I was like, all right. There, so, there we go. Yeah, now, <laughs> now's not the time to pick a fight with me because I don't have enough. I'm barely holding my head up. So <laughs> well, she probably she probably could have gotten a win then. But she's good. Oh good no, yeah, she, she could have knocked me over easily. I also have yeah. a, a you know, there's also a, a you know, I, when I was younger, I would have gotten in the car and driven the 15 hours to her and knocked on her door and been like, we weren't done talking yet, you know. So uh, <laughs> I don't think I have that in me anymore, but. Uh, no, um, I'm curious to see because I, I feel like I could be that way as well. So you know, we we actually obviously have you know five six years before that that comes about, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. You know, we'll we'll see. I don't want to think about it right now. <laughs> yeah, that's great. All right, can I try Andrea now? Absolutely. All yeah, right, let's give her a shot. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand her the headphones. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Scott. Appreciate hmm. it. Oh, Bill, you were terrific. Thank you. Don't let the mic. Oh, okay. Hello. Is it Anne or Andrea? Uh, either one is fine. Because <laughs> he flipped back and forth so easily between calling you Anne and Andrea. I wasn't sure. Yeah, I think he uses both. Everyone does. At first, I thought you guys might be Mormon and you, there were two girls there, but I realized then it was just, it's you, one or the other. So. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. So, okay. We so, are not Mormon. <laughs> so, Anne, listen, <laughs> I don't know how much you heard in the beginning. I'm viciously sick. I have uh, uh, recently tested positive for COVID. I've been sick for a week. Doesn't matter. Oh. I'm doing good. But I need to know before I die, because this could kill me, okay? Your, what? <laughs> well, your like, sign-up is one of the most like interesting and confusing oh, signups. Oh, sorry. Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, yeah, it's just crackling a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. I It sounds clean on the sense, so I didn't know that was happening. I okay. So okay. you, you signing up to be on the podcast is one of the most interesting, confusing things that I've I've got I've had. Like making like people sign up. There's some questions like, "Hey, this is what you know. What's your connection to diabetes? What do you want to talk about? Like that kind of stuff." So, did you sign up to be on the podcast? I signed Bill up to be on, but physically, you did the typing, is what I'm saying. I right? did the typing, okay. yeah. Okay. And I felt, and I asked him, "Hey, would you want to go on?" Okay, because I was so on my end, it just says, you know, Andrea, um, and then it asks questions about like why you want to be on everything. There's no like, like I understand I'll be participating with this kind. Of, it, there's no answer about what you want to talk oh, really? about. <laughs> and that, I must have missed that part. And he <laughs> asked me, "What am I supposed to talk about?" And I said, "I don't know. I guess you just talk." <laughs> well, th by the way, that's what usually happens. But so I just look and I'm like, okay. Whatever, this is what it's going to be. I'll be fine. I didn't know I was going to have COVID while we did it. No big deal. Like, if I take too deep of a breath right now, I think I'm going to fall over. But so I just, I, I found a nice pace. Anyway, so a few, I don't know how long ago, I get an email from Bill. And Bill's like, hey, I'm coming on the podcast. And I'm like, I, I, are you? Like, I, like, so I'm, I'm like searching his name. And I'm like, I, I don't, like, I don't have this person on here. You know, like, I don't know what's going on. And then I, re then he starts telling me, no, my wife signed up for blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I just could not figure out what was happening. <laughs> oh, yeah. I signed up under my name and I figured I'd just hand it over to him. <laughs> and, and what, what was your, um, what, what was the onus? Like, why did you want for you or he to be on the podcast? Like, what was, what's the idea that you wanted to get across? I just thought that, um, I don't know the way my daughter handles diabetes. I think it could maybe give a better impression to newly diagnosed parents. Okay. Or parents of newly diagnosed children. Just that I see a lot of posts and blogs and things just being so down and so sad, which it is. But I just want to show like it doesn't have to be forever. You know, mm -hmm. you could be positive. You could move on. You could do anything that you wanted to do normally, things like that. I got you. Okay. Yeah, just more positive experience, really. So, did you have like, did you have a bad experience that you were able to move in a positive direction, or do you think it's just your daughter's personality <laughs> in general? Her personality, her personality. I think she took it better than I did at first. I was really super sad and just seeing her be hurt. She thought she was being hurt by the needle. She thought everybody was hurting her. Um, and that just made me sad for longer than it made her sad. She 
she moved on quickly. Mm-hmm. She went right back to playing soccer, which she didn't stick out, but <laughs> well, it makes sense. She it's just such moved a on. Boring yeah. sport. And I mean, honestly, they run back and forth and nobody scores. You can't, it's terrible. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. My this. kids yeah. all tried soccer and quit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but so you think that, well, not you think, but you were, I mean, were you sad, like depressed or sad, just like, sullen like for a while how long did that last for you uh a while a couple months i would say okay and she yeah. she wasn't in the same space like she had left that no space. you were still in it no they were getting in trouble in the hospital her and her little cousins putting the bed all the way up the nurses kept having to come in and tell them to calm down and mm-hmm. she was fun. she was okay yeah so the i mean the sadness is the life change you didn't know anything about it, I imagine, right? Like, you never once looked at Bill's brother and thought, oh, he has type 1 diabetes. I have to worry about this for my kids. Like, you didn't have any. No, yeah. no, no, never thought about it. Okay. Uh, so how did you get out of that feeling? Do you know? Uh, No, I don't know. I guess it just kind of stopped. Yeah. Yeah, I guess just time. I, I guess over time. Th- being busy. Busy <laughs> with other kids. and. <laughs> so you're, you, the plan here is. Make so many kids <laughs> that you don't have enough time to focus on life's problems. I believe that. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. get overwhelmed. <laughs> Fill it all up. It's like it's like in the 1940s. They're like, I don't know. We had nine kids. One of them got lost. We didn't even look for it. You, you know, like yeah, yeah. Like that kind of, it probably yeah. Is. Our kids were all back to back. They all play sports, three sports a year, and then we just swim all summer. So mm-hmm. yeah, we just moved on with life. I guess yeah, stay busy and keep moving. And so. When you when you say you see other people kind of in the sadness, like you know where they've been, you've been there. And are you afraid that they're not leaving? Kind of. Sometimes I feel like, well, maybe if you just tried like the way they yell at get mad at school and just stay so angry, which we had our share of things with school to really bad experiences, but I don't know, just the way the negativity just stays there and they just stay mad. Like everything is so hard and it is harder, but you can work around things a lot easier if you're more positive. Well, I will say one thing that I think might make you feel a little better because my experience uh, with online communities is that um, there's, there's different waves, right? Like there's newly diagnosed people who are scared don't know what they're doing, need help. Uh, then, yeah. then there are people who move on to the, I don't know, the phase of being upset about everything about diabetes, right? Like I heard a comedian make a joke about sugar. He doesn't understand. I'm going to get him fired. Like, you know, like that whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then there's the, uh, you know, I, we're being you know treated poorly by the, I don't know, the school, the, these people, this, I tried to go to, oh God, what was the one I saw the other day? Like uh, somebody tried to go to a water park. And the people that they, um, you know, the water park wouldn't let us bring in our food. And, you know, like, I'm like, yeah, no one, no one knows about diabetes. Like, you, you, right. yeah, you know about it. Like, they, they don't. Exactly. Right. right. And, and you have these big, you see these big reactions from some people, by the way. I don't think everybody, you know, that walks into that water park for the first time with diabetes and is told you can't bring in outside food. I don't think everyone starts a letter writing campaign. I think some people just go, Hey, stick that food down the bag. We're going to sneak it in. Let's get going. You you know what I mean? Like, I know. And maybe we're lucky, but we've never had a problem. We went everywhere. Like, yeah, like Phil, you know, Philly stadium. We were just at the Eagles stadium for a different game, but all he did was say, Hey, you should have taken the medical line. And I was like, sorry, I didn't know. And he was was like, okay. And that was it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, I, so my point was going to be that, Sometimes online, you're seeing people in these bands of experiences, and it can feel like everybody feels that way. But I right. think I think it's just the most the 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 people who are the the most lost and scared and in need of help are usually more vocal. I think. Right. I mean, I'm not sure. Like maybe the world's full of people who are just like everything sucks and this is horrible. Uh, but I don't think so. I think that there's a, a time during your diagnosis when you feel that way. And yes. it, it's helpful. I like them. I, I almost prefer that they voice it because then when you see it, you can think, well, oh, they didn't need to do that or they could have done this this way. And it, it kind of spurs conversation. I think you get it through. 
I think the problem is, is that the following month when the next person feels that way, uh, it can start feeling like that's the only thing people are talking about. So I try to stay positive on there and, you know, let people tell their stories of successes and, and things like that. So um, for Sylvia, like, what are some of the things that are going right for her now? Um, she loves not having to see a school nurse. We stopped seeing the school nurse last year just because mainly her school is so big and it was too inconvenient to walk there. Yeah. Um, so that is, that was, that was really good for her. She loves that. She loves not being singled out. Um, just being able to treat herself when she needs to, which the Apple watch solved that. So she can always hear the phone. It's, you know, quieter. What's she the gets all my messages. So you're using um, the Apple Watch. Her just playing field hockey. She stays after school every day for two and a half hours. The running is tough. That's really hard to figure out. Mm-hmm. She runs pretty much for two and a half hours after school. So that was really difficult. I don't think we figured it out even to, to the end. <laughs> well, is she, is she, so first of all, she's using a pump? Mm-hmm. Omnipod pump? 5. All right. So, okay. So how long has she been doing that? Since July. Oh, pretty, pretty, pretty close to the beginning. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so you're about three months into it. So mm-hmm. is she is she utilizing the exercise mode or is she? Yes. Is that helping? I, I think it helped more with swimming over the summer, but with the running, I don't know if it did very much. So she's she still went in. Um, with like 40 uncovered carbs and then treated mostly halfway through it most of the times. Okay. So when she's going to do all this running, it's for field hockey, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. She's, so she's, she's taking in a pretty big snack prior to field hockey and then running mm-hmm. and then halfway through these two hours of running, she actually needs more food. Yes. Okay. Um, is she getting low after practice or is she making it to dinner? Okay. She'll make it to dinner then. Okay. And I try to, try to get her up to like 200 so she doesn't have to stop while she's running okay. and she can keep because they race they do a mile all kinds of exercises right and there's not a ton of pausing in between they're going from one thing to the next over and over no yeah. not really interesting um yeah what is she yeah eat? the running is difficult what does she eat before what does she use uh i usually give her a juice box and a protein bar so it'll be like 30 carbs or sometimes she'll have a peanut butter sandwich, mm-hmm. Nutella sticks. So I try you, to get it to 30 carbs. So you do some like a little bit of fast acting with the juice and then you do a little more like slower acting carbs with the the, the bar or, or the peanut butter. That's what I try for unless yeah. she'll change it. She'll say, oh, somebody gave me a snacks and then she'll have eaten something else. And But yeah, she, I try to make sure she has 30 carbs. Okay. What's her, would you sh- share with me, like, what's her A1C right now? Seven. Oh, that's great. Well, that's all, yeah, yeah. She, is, she stays steady at, like, 7.2, sometimes up to 7.4. And this, and this is mostly a function of what you're shooting for because of how much activity she has. Yeah, it makes it harder to stay at the lower numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, what does she do? I think. Well, if that's, if, uh, listen, if that's your experience, then that's what's happening. So, um mm-hmm. <laughs> What about uh, beyond the field hockey? Like, is she playing another fall sport? Uh, yeah, softball. Okay. Wow. So that's mostly what practice at night and then weekends tournaments. Yeah. Yeah. Right now she hasn't done a tournament for this one yet. Um, she was just on a fall ball team that just ended and now it's a fall travel team mm-hmm. and she'll do her first one next week, but they'll play two games. How old is she? Again? 13. 13. She'll be 13 soon. Does she, um, how much does she like love the sports part of it? Like, is it, I always wonder about sports. Like, is she doing it because that's what she thinks she does? Or is she doing it because she really loves it? No, she loves it. She loves it. She wants to beat everyone. She (laughs) just loves it. It's her. It's who she is. Yeah. She, we don't, we ask her, say, you don't have to do it. Do you want to do it? Somebody asked her to be on the fall team and I said, Hey, it's up to her. So I'll go home and talk to her about it. And then she was like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, gym class, she's <laughs> she's like probably the worst person in gym class. <laughs> she, uh, she just yells at all her friends. And <laughs> ardent I, I asked her, Good. I asked her the other day, can you te- test please? She's like, nope, kickball. <laughs> 
my um, Arden came home one day and she said, uh, the gym teacher pulled me aside. And I was like, what? She goes, he said, you, you can't throw the ball that hard at people. And um, <laughs> she's like, what are you talking about? So they were playing one of those, like, I don't know, just half the classes on one side of the gym and half's on the other side. And you, because they give you these balls, you throw them back and forth. It's dodgeball, basically, right? And right. Um, and she's she's like, what are you talking about? She's like, people are complaining. And she's like, what? She goes, <laughs> that's so funny. She, she goes, she goes, those are I. She's like, that there are boys over there. I hit like I like you know. And she's like, no, it's everybody. Like you can't you throw the ball so much harder than everybody else. You you can't do that. And that is so funny. And she took so much pride in that story. Like just, <laughs> I bet she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. would love that. Yeah, yeah it's a huge compliment. Exactly. Where, where everyone else is just like, oh my god, I'm hurting people. Arden's like, apparently, I'm not allowed to throw at my full strength because you know everyone else is a baby. And so like, that is so funny. But 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 when Arden stopped playing softball, she never looked back at like once. She got hurt, and so she couldn't play. And then she just. Like, you know, as we were trying to get her back again, she's like, I'm done. She's like, forget it. And I was like, yeah, okay. And that was kind of it. I've never once, I've never once thought that she is sad that she's not playing softball anymore, which really was, yeah, surprised me. Um, but it was, inter- wow. it was interesting to learn. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we'll say, I mean, she just, I don't know, last night at last night, two nights ago at college, um, she got to meet Miles Teller from that Top Gun movie. Do you know who I'm talking about? I don't. I mm. didn't see the new one, right. and I don't really remember the old one. Mm. I know I've seen it. It's okay. It's there's a it's a handsome young man that had his shirt off in the movie, and he's an actor. Okay, and he came to a film festival at her college, and oh uh, wow, and you know she was she was dressed like she was like she was in the movie and like, <laughs> like having such a good time. And I thought, and I actually remember looking at the picture thinking like, I can't believe that's the kid that used to like dive around in the dirt and throw, oh, throw yeah. people out. I know she'll you change know. one day. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so it's super interesting. Um, okay. So we're up on an hour and I, I know you didn't want to do this, so I don't want to push you too far. I just wanted to get your voice on here because the, I was worried at first that you were, uh, that he had you chained to that refrigerator that you were cleaning. <laughs> no, someone spilled something and left it, you know, no, oh, like they do. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 it's my, it's my whole life, and it's my whole life. I, I yeah, said, no I, one did it. Do you ever walk past the sink and say, uh, does it ever occur to any of you to, like, wash one of these off or move oh, it? Oh, yeah, the, forget it. Nobody cares. <laughs> like, if I no. wasn't here, I know, like, we're all sick right now. There's three people in the house. Three people are sick. If and I real oh. I realized this morning if I was dead, my wife would abandon the dogs immediately. <laughs> like that's the first <laughs> just leave. She would just she would just be like, I'm not taking care of those things. <laughs> like, Does everyone have COVID? Uh Kelly came Kelly had to go to Paris for work. She came oh, wow. back, had COVID, and we isolated her. And then she was okay and tested negative. We even kept her in there extra time, let her out. And she had a rebound after she was back in the house. And so then Cole and I got sick on the same day, but we did not test positive for COVID. And now it's like one, two, I'm like six days into being sick. And last night, Kelly came up to me and she's like, just take another one of these COVID tests. Mm. And I told Bill, like, the barely put the thing in the thing, and the line just was like, bang, you have COVID. I was like, oh, okay. So apparently that's what I have. Um, that's what happened to my family, too. It, the positive came right up yeah, immediately. That's what he was saying. So anyway, yeah. so I basically think I used up all of my day's energy to have this conversation with you and Bill, but I'm glad I did it. Uh, I'm not certain what's going to happen when I say goodbye in a second, but I think a nap is coming. Oh, well, you know what? Really quick. What's funny about you saying, you know, no one would do anything mm-hmm. if you were sick. Um, they all got COVID except for me. And I was able to take care of everyone, keep everything clean, clean up after them, serve them. Oh, and I didn't get it. That's lovely. Maybe you got <laughs> yeah. a little, maybe you got a little good karma out of that. Like, you know, <laughs> although I was helping and then all of a sudden I'm sick. So apparently karma doesn't care about me, but, um, oh. but no, I, I, Listen, they're all terrific, but just, you know, some people are more focused on things. Like, I am sick. We're all sick, but I got up this morning and took the dogs out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. like, those dogs want to go outside. They have to go outside. They want to eat. Everyone else is just like, look, I'm sick. The dogs will live. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. I'll yep. Be, I'll be the one. <laughs> this is why I didn't want dogs. <laughs> I hope you all feel better. 
Andrea, I really appreciate you doing this. Please thank Bill for me as well. Okay. And if you hold on one second, I just need to tell you like two things before you go. Hey, how about a big thank you for Bill and Ann for coming on the show today. And of course, let's thank Cozy Earth and remind you that at CozyEarth.com, my offer code, JUICEBOX at checkout, will save you 40% off of your entire order. Don't forget to check out the private Facebook group, Juicebox Podcast, Type 1 Diabetes. Doesn't matter if you have a lot of Type 1, Type 2, you're a caregiver, you're welcome there. 40,000 members strong, 300 new members every seven days. Check it out. It's a fantastic, fantastic environment. Are you looking for the Diabetes Pro Tip Series? It begins at episode 210 in your player. Maybe you're looking for the Bold Beginnings, the Defining Thyroid, or any of the other series. Look for them in the Feature tab of that private Facebook group or at the top of juiceboxpodcast.com.